Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Harvey Norman Wampaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Uh, good morning and welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland, wherever you may be joining us, like the beautiful rolling hills of Poowong in southwest Gippsland on 91.3 SEN track, or you might be up on the Mitchell River, just catching a little fish near Bairnsdale on the Latrobe Valley on 91.9 SEN track, or you could be like Fiona Sharp, who's an ex-Tarogan resident, living and listening in on the SEN app. Up in Cairns, far north Queensland, wherever you're listening, we hope you stay with us for the next 60 minutes as we bring you a fun-filled hour of sport. And it's all thanks to our wonderful partners, Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical free click and collect available now. I'm Brad Sinclair and I'll be your host for the next 60 minutes for the show as my old mate Ian Wisdowdy is up in the Sunraiser this weekend celebrating his father-in-law's 90th birthday. Good innings. So joining me for today will be the footy operations manager of the Allenbank District Football Netball League, Kenny Moore. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Good morning, Brad. Pleased to be here. It's great to have you on board, Kenny. It's been a long time. We did a little bit of radio together. I was thinking about this last night, and the memory gets a little bit uh, fuzzy in my late 50s, and I reckon it was early 2000s, so it was about 20 years ago. It was about 20 years ago. I was the sport coordinator for 97.7 FM, mm. the Sound of the Southeast, as they were called back then, between 1996 and 2006. So I think we had a few opportunities to cover the VFL football yeah. back then. Maybe it was a, great days. I loved it. Maybe a bit of Premier Cricket and a, a yeah. few other things. We branched out into a, a number of different areas. They were good old days, but uh, time and tide stand still for nobody. Yeah, they, it We've certainly We've all lost doesn't. a bit more hair since then. Yes, I've got none. Absolutely <laughs> none. What you've got is uh, what I had about 20 years ago, so you're going well, Kenny. Now, your uh, your position with the Allenbanger District Football Netball League is the footy ops manager. Now, I would imagine that's uh, wide and varied and pretty busy. Yeah, it's a challenging position, uh, but it's a very satisfying position. I think uh, the football... Uh, league is going along quite well at the moment. We're in a very, very healthy situation, and uh, as it has been well spoken about in dispatches, you know, we've had a, quite a few clubs over recent years showing interest to join our league. So I think we're in a uh, we're in a, a, a very handy position where we're wedged between uh, West Gippsland and the southeastern mm. uh, and the southeastern sprawl. Now we're out here at the Allenbank and uh, Allenbank Football Netball Club here in Allenbank and uh, 
It is. I've uh, unashamedly said many a times this year, it's my favourite ground in this competition because of the tree line area, and I just think it's got a beautiful backdrop, and it's a lovely day out here. And I must say, Kenny, it's a big day out here for the Allen Bank Football Club today as they take on Bullen Bullen, not only in results, but it's the Fragile X Awareness Round. Now, 2022 Fragile X Raffle is supporting a local three-year-old named Calvin. Cal was diagnosed with Fragile X in 2019, and the opportunity is presented, and he will be involved in the NAPA Centre, the Napa Centre, internationally famous paediatric therapy, three-week intensive program. So the money raised this year will provide Cal and his beloved parents accommodation near the Napa program in Melbourne to ensure that Cal gets the experience possible. Remaining funds will go directly to the valued partnership of the Fragile X Association Australia to help others. So there's raffle tickets going on around here at the ground. So if you're out here today, make sure you buy some tickets. We're going to talk to the president at about 11.45, Rob Pandolfo, about this. And and hopefully we might get Tommy Cook on, who's involved heavily in it as well. So we'll see how we go. But it's going to be a big day out here, Kenny, for that. Yeah, no, it's crowds building at the moment. It's tremendous to see the sun is starting to stream through. And uh, Thank God. I see that was we're going to have no more than a, a six-kilometre easterly wind. So that's going to be good conditions to watch what should be a, a ripping game out here and a very yeah. important game. It certainly is third v fifth and uh, Alan Bank with their injury woes all year and they continue again today. I've got a little bit of mail on the walk in to the ground and we'll talk about that later but uh, what we must talk about Kenny to start off with is last night's big AFL game 7-10-52 apiece Richmond Dockers draw and in incredible fashion, the way they drew again. Uh, are Richmond their own worst enemy at times, Kenny? Yes, oh, they're supporters at the moment. I think some of them should go out and I'll have to get a new heart because I think it, over the last course of, what, five weeks now, uh, they would have broke the last one. Boy, uh, first draw of the season, I think, this year. Yeah, it was, and Noah Bolter and Noah Cumberland, um, they had their opportunities late. I mean, the young kid Cumberland was really stiff, and you play to the game, play to the siren. He went to play on, he had the left foot to go to the arc and kicked the goal, and he was only a kid. I, I, no problem there, but gee, Noah Bolter taking that 30 seconds, and wow. Correct decision by the umpire. Yes. They did time at 34 seconds, so uh, Fredericks did the right, came in, smothered the ball, and of course Bolton was run down. By uh, young Clark also. So in the last two minutes, yeah. it, look, the game, the whole game was a real arm wrestle, wasn't it? Yeah. I can't say it was a great spectacle. Uh, it's typical of what we see in AFL football a lot. Dish. I just had a quick look at the stats there before. 740 disposals between both sides and each could only score seven goals apiece. It's unbelievable. It really is on marvel with the roof closed. That's amazing. I can recall you know, we're going back a few areas and being a Carlton supporter growing in the 70s and they were always quite oh, successful. Yeah. But back in that era, Brad, if you had 180 kicks and a six and 60 handballs, that's around about 240 possessions, you'd win a game. And if you had 200 kicks, you'd, uh, you'd it'd be a shellacking. So I ask you then, and I try to transgress a little bit, but back in those days that you're talking about, how good was Greg Williams where he was getting 40 possessions a game and they weren't token possessions going backwards? Kenny, what a player. He, it really makes me think a lot about how good Greg Williams was. His peripheral vision yep. was outstanding. I think I went to the ga- a game where he had 17 possessions in the second quarter at Princess Park. Wow. When, he, when he played for 
when he played for South Melbourne, Sydney. Yep. And I think that was the game, apparently, that John Elliott, might have been John Elliott in charge, then said, get that bloke to Carlton. Yeah. And he was an amazing footballer, in fact. He won two Brownlow medals, and it could have been a third. You may recall he got 50 possessions in one game and was denied a, uh, a vote. And did not score one vote because he was allegedly too chatty. There, there was a song made of it. Greg Champion wrote a song. It was 44 possessions, okay. and they called the song 44 Posies Number 2. <laughs> Greg Williams. Uh, was, I'll see if I can get that up for next week. I love that song. Hey, just quickly, we've got to take a break shortly. Uh, Kenny, what did you think during the week? Is that a lot to ask of our umpires in the AFL game uh, um, to drop that on them about head-high tackles during the week? Very unusual to have a rule change mid-season. Yep. I felt that was uh, odd. Look, it, it is still going to be very difficult to interpret because it's it's a split-second decision if a bloke drops his knees or not. Uh, look, what I can say is one thing that has deterred, I think, a lot of youngsters coming through and umpiring is the fact that we have so many complex and so many grey areas in our rule book. You, know, yeah. you only have to look at soccer and hockey and other sports, and there's hardly any rules. Yeah. The rule, and we've got these every year. We seem to add to the complexity of the umpires. Yeah. It makes it really hard for the umpires, I thought. But I'll tell you what, I loved how they adjudicated it last night. I thought they were brilliant. And that in such a such a short space of time that they had to, make, they have to make that decision whether the guy's ducking or not. That's tough. But they were really good last night. Yeah, we just hope it continues in that, that vein, don't we? Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. There will be a see how that goes. Yes, it will. There'll be there'll be something across the weekend that will give us something to talk about all next week. There's no doubt. Hey. Uh, the show, we, what, just after our break, we're going to go to a break very soon. We're going to talk to Alan Chandler, who runs a sports program out at the Lawana College in Newborough. He's also an assistant coach out at Gippsland Power. And we made a little bit of a joke last week that he's 41. He was going to go and have a kick with Churchill because uh, the, the opportunity presented itself because of he didn't have work commitments. And we might have said on our show that he'll probably kick a couple and get 40 possessions. Well, I'm told... We might have been nearly bang on target. So it'll be interesting to talk to the great man, Alan Chandler, Ducky Chandler, after these short messages. You are listening to Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track, Latrobe Valley. It's all thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical, free click and collect available now. We'll be back here at the Allenbank football netball ground very, very soon. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Uh, welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. You can also listen live in on the SEN app at sen.com.au and don't forget you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcasts this is brad sinclair and joining me today is kenny moore as the great man Wiz doherty is up in mildura just sunning himself and a little bit more warmth up there for his uh father-in-law's 90th birthday and now what we are very pleased to have is alan chandler on the line who is the 
sports head guy out at the Loana College and what a job they are doing and it's a very good warm welcome to SCN Saturdays in Gippsland, Alan Duck Chandler. Morning boys, how are we? Ducky, uh, we're fine. Now, I'll get this out of the way real early. Now, we might have mentioned <laughs> on the show last week that there was a certain 41-year-old that might have been uh, having a bit of a trundle out at uh, Churchill, and I might have made a bit of a joke about you getting a, about 40 touches and kicking a couple of goals. How'd you go? Oh, I got a couple of kicks. I had a lot of fun. Oh, I forgot how much I heard you had 38. And, <laughs> I heard you had 38 and kicked two. Uh, I did get right? two goals, but I think that 38 might be a bit off, so um, yeah, <laughs> I can't, and you... can't remember enjoying my footy as much as what I did last week. I was going to ask that, so you're still enjoying it at 41, because I know you're as fit as hell and you keep yourself in ripping condition, so you're still enjoying it? Yeah, no, when, when I can have a kick, um, obviously my Gippsland Power coaching commitments come first, and I've been lucky, lucky enough to get on the Vic Country uh, under-16 coaching staff this year. So, yeah, when I can run around, I, I love to, and as long as it doesn't affect family life back home. Last week was a, a great opportunity to do that. And got blessed by some nice uh, weather, and the cow ground was beautiful. So it was a, a ripping day. Now, speaking of uh, your Gippsland power duty, you're down in Tassie tomorrow uh, against the Tassie side. You're down there. Do we find you down there now, or you're still here in Gippsland? Yeah, I'm still in Warrigal at the moment, so I've uh, gone and done my daughter's netball this morning down at Poohong, so I've done that, and then I've come home, and I've got a couple of hours before we go into Essendon to train this afternoon, and then we fly in and fly out tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. That's, um, I like to hear, so that's very well done. So that's set up really well, that you'll have a training ring, obviously, down at the hangar. You're right near the airport, and then off you go. That's, uh, who... Do you organise that, Duck? Are you just running the organisation down there, or what's the story? No, definitely not. Scotty McDougall and uh, Rhett McLennan, they do a fantastic job. So Rhett's obviously the head head coach, and Scotty's the talent lead, and he looks after all that organisation details and does a magnificent job in, in making sure the boys are ready to go. But the training session there at Essendon today should be sensational, a great experience for the boys, and then hopefully we can uh, back it up with a, a nice travel and win to Tassie tomorrow. Now, I want to talk about uh, the Lawana Co- College Sports Academy. Um, I just think it's an amazing thing that you got going down there, and obviously you're the, the head coach out there, and you're a Level 2 AFL accredited coach, and you're a Gippy Power, you're a Premiership coach uh, out at Churchill as well, a playing coach, and you've got Rhett McLennan on board, and it's not just footy out there. You've got Mike Sando, who's a football coach at Hill End, running your basketball program. Tell us a little bit about the Lawana Sports Academy, Doug. Yes, I started seven or eight years ago. Um, and what we found was we had a, a lot of kids who loved their sport. Uh, and we thought we'd start off with footy and basketball, probably being the most prominent sports in the area. And we got it going. And what we found is we, the kids are loving it for sure. But there's a really increased engagement from the kids which was kind of one of the goals in the program. And the second goal was for them to become better students, better athletes and better people by, you know, setting some goals, trying to work, get them to work a little bit harder. But then the really talented athletes are working with each other. I think that's had a, a bonus effect and I think that's been shown by some of the success stories we've already had out of there. Speaking of the success stories, I mean, 
You've had a few, there's no doubt. More. I'll stick with the AFL side of things and AFL drafted players going back to Harry Pepper, Leo Connolly, Brock Smith and Sam Flanders up on the Gold Coast Suns who was actually All-Australian uh, back in, I think that was 2019, wasn't it? Yeah, 2019, all those boys were there. So that was a, a really good crew going through. Um, we had a, a few more Gibson power players in that that really pushed themselves for the draft too. So it was Zach Skinner who's at, at Newborough and uh, Rolly Baldy who's still battling around at Casey and Moe now. So um, there was a super year going through. And, you know, with that, I think they push each other and, you know, hopefully they get the best out of themselves. And we're, we've got a couple of boys this year who are doing just as well. So we've got Jacob Costanti. So I'll let you know how to pronounce that there. Now, Brad, and uh, <laughs> Bailey Humphrey. I do as struggle well. with it. So, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, and they're pushing <laughs> each other all the way. It's been really interesting watching those two because Bailey's a, a real leader. He's the captain of Gippsland Power this year. And what it's done is really work Jacob into that leadership space. And then Jacob is one of the, the hardest workers I've ever seen. Like he, he will go to the point of doing too much. And that's rubbed off on Bailey. So those two working together has been a, a fantastic thing. And, you know, hopefully at the end of the year they um, could quite possibly get drafted. But at the same time, they're working hard for Gippsland Power and, and giving not only themselves, but the rest of the team a really good chance to set, them up, set themselves up for a good final series. Now, speaking of Jacob Constanti, now, he's a small forward, isn't he? He is, yes. Yes, very crafty, very skillful. Uh, one of the best tacklers I've ever seen at that level. So, yeah, he's got some tricks. And, and talking about those types, I mean, the real flavour of the month at the moment, I would imagine when the draft comes up, back in the day, they weren't even looked at. And I would, I would imagine a lot of the list managers now have them pencilled in right up near the top of their lists. Yeah, I think um, it's almost an extreme list need that you've got three or four of them yep. ready to go. So you've seen players like Daniel Rioli, who started off as a small forward, even go back as a small back lately. So um, if you haven't got pressure in that forward half, that's what the game's about right now. So... Um, yeah, I'd be definitely looking at him if I was in charge of an AFL club. Speaking of that, I uh, noticed, and I'm not uh, casting aspersions on uh, Damien Harwick or the Richmond Footy Club last night, but I've seen a play that uh, might have got subbed off uh, that looked a little bit, uh, let's just say, looked okay to me. And uh, they bring on Morris Rioli, and all of a sudden he's laying tackles. So that's how important they are, Duck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, they as I said before, an extreme list need. If you haven't got him, you're in trouble. Um, and they've got to be able to provide that pressure, but then you, you hope that they can kick goals as well. Someone like a Luke Bruce is uh, someone that we take a, a lot of just with his forward craft, but that defensive pressure as well. It's absolutely massive. Now, out at that Luana College Sports Academy, what I also like is that you've got a strength and conditioning guy, Malcolm Swinley. Is that, is that right? Yes. Yeah, no, we're, we're pretty lucky. Just to run through the coaches in our program, we've got Rhett and myself for the footy. And if we ever need a hand, yep. we've got Lee Brown just around the corner. Our, our oh basketball God. coaches, Mike Sante and Mackenzie Miller. So Mackenzie Miller is the female import for Gippsland United. And she comes in for We've wow. got five sessions a week, but she's there. We've got Peter Boyce for soccer, who's the Gippsland FC, one of the Gippsland FC coaches. Uh, Ramea Goulet is our netball coach, and she plays not only the Maui A-grade coach, She's playing at VNL at one of the clubs down there, but she's playing in the Collingwood in the Australian National Championships down in Traugan next month. So 
we're really lucky. And then our strength and conditioning, we've got Malcolm Swinley, as you said, and we've got Hannah Keegan as well. So we've got that male and female flavour in that strength and conditioning part, department. And that strength and conditioning is so important for these young kids as they grow up. It's really that yeah. next level that they've got to hit so that they can become better prepared athletes um, and just, just stop the injuries that happen as you grow up as well. So they're real focused and on the say. Program. Yeah, I must say too, Ducky, I would imagine probably what's uh, Thursday or Friday morning, you might have had a couple of girls walking into the into the college saying, look, I want to be a high jumper. Eleanor Patterson from Lee and Gather, absolutely sensational during the week with a gold medal, jumped 202 centimetres. Have you got anyone there just to let the SEN listeners know that you might have an Eleanor Patterson in your reach? Well, I don't think we've got a high jumper. We've got a couple of very quick sprinters. We've got some good swimmers. Um, and even the individual sports, we even go as far as there's an Isla Gribbick who's uh, just been part of the Victorian uh, side for volleyball. So there's all those wow. types of kids in our program and hopefully uh, we're doing a great job of keeping them one engaged at school but helping them as athletes as well. Mm. Mm. Now that's, it, I just love it and I... I I think you you really should be commended. The whole of the Luana College and yourself should be commended on what you've done here because I know I sound like an old broken record, but back in my day there was nothing like this whatsoever. And I believe that there were probably, not probably, definitely, a lot of talented sports people that were missed because there was nothing like this. So, um, and, and I can see in your voice and hear in your voice that you're very passionate about what you're doing. So turning up to work must be pretty easy day-to-day, Duck. Uh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely love what I do. Love getting out and teaching the kids and footy at the same time. So just to give you a bit more background, like the only thing that changes out their program, they still do everything else. We still want them to be really good students. But instead of doing your yep. old general PE, and you could talk about some of those fun activities that you used to do, <laughs> they, these guys are doing specific skill training or strength and conditioning sessions. So it's just adding that af- athletic component to it. And then some of the partnerships we've got, and I'll, I'll mention them here, we've got Voyage Fitness. A year 11 and 12 kids go, kids go down once a week for use of the gym. Here you go. Go and do your strength and conditioning. We've got Mindful Australia. Matt Runnels does a magnificent job of looking after mental health in the area. All our kids now are getting one-on-one nutrition consult, so stand-down nutrition. Daniel Purvis doing a great job. We have a Pilates instructor coming once a week. Um, And then you've got the the bonus of PhysioWorks, David Francis from Collingwood, who runs that business. If we ever have injuries, we send them down to him straight away. And then obviously our links with Gippsland United and Gippsland Power. I think we've got a really holistic program now that hopefully, you know, for many years to come, can benefit not only the students that are coming into the program, but probably the, the greater Gippsland. There's, there's something there for those kids who are loving their sport. Um, and we're, we're more than happy to take all those kids and work with them and, and make them become the best students and athletes possible. Great stuff, Ducky. Love to thank you for your time. I know you've got a busy weekend uh, ahead now. You've got to get out to Essendon, do some training, and then you're on the flight this afternoon to take on the Tassie side tomorrow morning. Thanks very much for your time. Doing a wonderful job out there, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you before the year's out. Cheers, Brad. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good on you. Thank you. That was Alan Chandler, the sports head guy out at the Luana Sports Academy. We've got to go to the news when we come back from the news. Kenny's going to tell us what's going on 
in the netball side of things in Allenbank District Football Netball League with nothing but net. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Now it's time for nothing but net. Ah, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Now we used to have a self-made uh, intro into the nothing but net and it was me going whoosh. But Steve back in uh, South Bank has put that together. He's done a magnificent job. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. And it's all thanks to our great friends out at Harvey Norman Wonthaggy for your local click and collect. It's all available now for computers and electrical. Kenny, in the netball side of things, how's that looking? It's going to be a tight finish. It does, it does look that way. Of course, not too dissimilar to the football side of things. The uh, uh, the Cats, near them south, top of the table, 13 wins, unconquered this year. And, of course, they had the bye last week. But if we might just have a look at what transpired last week, Brad. Yep. Trafalgar, 47, defeated Katani, 42. We had Poowong, 41, went down to Bullen Bullen, 49. Nyora, 63, comfortably accounted for Yarrigan, 31. Lang Lang, 32, just narrowly got up over Nilmadanum, 30. And Allenbank, 74, had a, a sound win over Longwari, 60. And Abby Brown, 46 goals last week for the Bankers. Is it Abby Bowman? Abby, Bo- Abby Bowman. Wow. 46. So that's, that's, a, that's a good day out. That's incredible. So you... it looks like the match of the day this week, uh, certainly Allen Bank versus Bullard. Of course, uh, Allen Bank currently sit fifth on the table. And we've got Bullard just outside, but two games in arrears. So uh, it's a big game for Bullard because it's virtually season over, I'd say, given that their percentage is a lot inferior to Allen Bank. I've got to say, um, in, in the A-grade netball, that's a big win from Lang Lang that two points over Neil Madarnam because Neil Madarnam were, were sitting up around that second spot. They've dropped in the last couple of weeks. So Lang Lang have gone up to third. They look like a bit of a threat, don't they? Yeah, and that's a double chance, of course, in the top five system. So uh, Neil Madarnam plunged down to fourth, but uh, what they, in their aid, they do have a, a good percentage of 162, which is only second to the top of the table near them south. Wow, uh, that, that is incredible. Don't, don't forget, um, everyone, we are out here at the Allenbank Football Netball Club and it's Fragile X Awareness Round today and uh, it's supporting a local three-year-old named Calvin. Cal was diagnosed with Fragile X in 2019 and the opportunity has presented itself uh, that he'll be involved in the Napa Centre which is internationally famous for paediatric therapy. Three-week intensive program and money raised this year will provide Cal and his beloved parents accommodation near the Napa program in Melbourne to ensure Cal gets the best experience possible. And the remaining funds will go directly to the valued partnership with Fragile X Association Australia to help others. And joining us now is the president of the Allen Bank Football Netball Club, Rob Pandolfo, who we've spoke to on many occasions throughout the year, but probably none so more important as your day today, Rob. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me today, fellas. Look, I couldn't have said it any better there, and it's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you along. So, yeah, great. 
Wow, I come in through the gate and uh, I must say, I know there's a bit of a scramble to get more tickets. I couldn't get a ticket at the gate when I drove in. At 10 o'clock this morning, they'd sold out. Is this true? <laughs> yeah, it, it, says a lot for it says a lot for the community, doesn't it? Um, how we... Um how we get around our people, look, you know, um, as we said, young Cal, as we call him, he's um, he was diagnosed with it after the, the, the Wallace family did, weren't really aware of it. No one had heard of Fragile X prior to uh, Cal being born, and um, and, it, and it sort of got on our radar. And look, I'll give you a quick rundown of it, if if I may. Um, Fragile X is a genetic disorder that affects probably the one well one child born with it every day, and then um, it's a, it's estimated that one in every four thousand. Males and one in every four to six thousand females are carrying it, carrying the gene, wow. and, it, and it affects um, your ability to uh, develop. It slows it up, and, it, it, and that's in its, that's its pretty simplistic terms. Okay, it's 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 sort of a bit like um, uh, oh, I've lost I've lost what it is. It's a MND. In, in a way, a bit like MND and also a bit like MS a bit, a bit oh, as well. Oh, multiple sclerosis. A, a, a little bit. It's, a, it's, it's its own thing, but it's in the, in, the, in that bracket. Now, oh, I, I like a good raffle, and, and, and I know they're hunting up tickets because I want to get a few today because I reckon I might be uh, pretty popular when I get home and I say to the uh, hers indoors, hey, guess what I've just won myself? You've got a bit to do next week, a big LG stick vacuum. Yeah, that's it. No <laughs> worries. pretty look, popular. <laughs> we've been, we've, look, we've been, we've been really um, lucky to get some great, great supporters on board. You know, um, uh, with with Harvey Norman and and also with um, Warrigal Marine, with Urban Tree Growers, Bunnings, Warrigal uh, Inland Surf, to Granny Butchers, um, uh, in season hunting and fishing, uh, Warrigal Forest and Garden, um, the McCure Hotel, New Mason, um, uh, what's another one? Um, the uh, the four wheel drive set, Warrigal four wheel drive centre, and stuff like that. They're, I've missed a couple. I really am apology, but uh, they've been great. Look, uh, really got behind the cause, which is great. Yeah, you know, it's tremendous, and from a league perspective too. Now, applaud it's from the yeah. uh, board of management of Allen Bank and District Football League for getting on board such a, a worthy cause. There'd be a couple of grand coming there from the league, wouldn't there, uh, Kenny? Rob, <laughs> what are you just a couple of grand that's, that's cash. Just, oh, look, they're cashed up apparently. So that's all here. Rich bastards, they are there. <laughs> no, only joking. No, no seriously, um, if we've started this in 2019, and I think so far we've been able to raise about um, close to 17, 18,000 directly to go to the Fragile X uh, Foundation, which is grossly underfunded. Um, so this year we're obviously top, top the uh, top the 20,000 towards them. That's taking out what we get, what uh, the initial today's is all about, which is helping helping the Wallace family and Cal achieve the best that he can. So um, it's been great, it's grossly underfunded. There's only two people running out of Sydney that drive it. It's sort of a bit like MND, yeah. Um, um, and um, yeah, how Neil and Neil but Neil uh, Danaher, how he's how he's run run that up and uh, really got it going. Yep. So um, it was grossly underfunded, bring some awareness to it, and that's what we hope to, to do here today. Well, we're going to take a quick break. I'd like you to stick with us. Can you do that? That'd oh, be great, guess. Rob. We're yep. going to take a quick break. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track South West Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. It's all thanks to our great friends, Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical, free Click and collect available now. We'll be back here at the Allen Bank Football Club after these short messages. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Uh, welcome back to the Allen Bank 
a football netball ground here in a beautiful place. I love this place. Tree-lined, the blue sky is just starting to peek through. It is going to be an absolutely incredible day out here. So if you are in the area, even if you're not, pack the car, get your picnic table going. Oh, no, don't actually, because I've got the president sitting beside me. Buy a pie and buy all your food here. It's only about $80 to get in the gate. No, I'm only joking. It's only 10 bucks, Robbie. Uh, uh, it'll be a great afternoon out here. We're going to be calling from 2 o'clock. And joining me right now is Kenny Moore, the football operations manager of the league and the president of the Allenbank Football Netball League, Rob Pandolfo. And we're here for Fragile X Awareness Round. And I see the players out there warming up just before they're robbing these brightest orange socks. Tell us about that. Right, well, um, Fragile X has, has, has adopted the uh, colour orange as its uh, official colour. Um, and uh, so I just actually went out and sourced the most fluoroish orange socks I could find. You certainly I, have. I definitely have. Yeah, look, we just, if it was foggy, you'd be right. You just look at look at the feet, you'd be, you'd be right. But um, we actually cleaned, <laughs> cleaned the, the, the place that we bought them off out. So um, there's no more left. We would have had all our teams wearing it, but there wasn't enough available. Um, I, I will note also that our netballers, who are who are a partnership in this strong partnership, uh, orange bibs on their netball skirts and uh, orange scrunchies in their hair and orange earrings, and um, and they've really look. We've, the whole club's really embraced it. I've seen a couple of little kids. I know this is radio and not television, but I'll just point over there. There's a couple of little kids. They wouldn't be older than, uh, I'd say, five and eight, and they're running around in princess orange dresses and the ribbons. They've really got behind this. Yeah, they've looked. They're wearing tutus. Is that what we call it? Tutus. Tutus. What we call it? A bit. Look, I've only got boys myself, so struggling for the words. But uh, (laughs) no, look, it's really good. You probably see uh, see us all here. Look, I've got to pay. Say, uh, bull and bull, and we're playing today. Very great rivalry. That's why we picked it today. We like to have rivalry, rivalry with some great clubs, and Bullen Bullen's one of them. Um, and so here we are today with uh, supporting a great cause. They're supporting us. They're buying some raffle tickets. It's hard to get tickets. It which is. is, which is good. We've cleaned out. So we, the more money we raise, the better it is. I've got to say that that is incredible. I've been to a lot, as you two gentlemen would have too, been to a lot of country football grounds, and you're always asked to buy a raffle ticket, and you buy one, and I've never ever known them to run out of raffle tickets. This is, and I'm talking ten o'clock this morning. Yeah, look, it's, it's been, we've been um, we've been on the, on this for a few weeks now, and every every pretty much every player or family had a, had a book or two to sell. So um, look, it's great because there's um, there's ten thousand dollars worth of tickets out. So we're basically That's we're looking unreal. at looking at ten thousand dollars. So you know we're hoping to probably. Um, I think, you know, cov- covering what Cal's, Cal's assistance will be, we're hoping to, to be able to donate an extra 5K to the, um, to the uh, Fragilex Foundation. What goes on tonight? Is there... Casserole teas afterwards casserole as well. Casserole So that, that'll be an extra top-up as well. Um, put on by the, by the, by the families. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the girls have pretty much driven that one, but they've done a great job. So that's on tonight after the game tonight as well. Uh, wins needed too. Rob, we, I know yeah, we're here for talk- Fragile X Awareness Round, but we must must touch on how important this clash is for oh, look, the Eagles important. today. Yeah, I, I agree. Look, you know, um, as a president, you, you hope you give your club the best chance, you know, to, to go forward. And there's injuries playing a playing oh. a place with every club, um, and and we've been we've been hammered this year yep. um, with COVID and with injuries here and there, and and probably keys as well. So look, really important game, but. We're, we're on the climb, so um, yeah, we've probably had some, some bad bad injuries, had a lot out 
probably say um, four or five rounds ago, six rounds ago, but now we're starting to build again. So I, I think coming home, we're, we're going because we're trickling them back. I reckon uh, oh, it'll be three weeks ago, we probably called the game of the season here, where you're up all day by the last 45 seconds where Steve McInnes from Poowong kicked a probably probably one of the ugliest wobbly old punts I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't ugly. 40. It wasn't ugly. <laughs> but a bundle of a kick it was. Uh, yeah, no, look, it was... Um, Are you the Richmond, Rob? That's uh, the look, question. I, look, I think, I think we did a Richmond, we did. Um, we, we, we found a way to lose. We dominated play and found, found a way to lose that game. So, no, credit, credit to Poowong, they... They got the job done at the end of the day, albeit with about 30 seconds to go, but uh, that's what it is. We might just ask Rob about some of those injuries because they will play a, a major part. I, having a quick look at the list, of course, Mark Vassett, we won't see uh, Mark back. He's gone back to America to, with his uh, role as a punter with the Louisville Cardinals. But uh, Nat Paridis, I guess he's going to fly in yeah, from fine. Darwin come... Uh, Crunch time, finals time. Look, I'll talk quick, quickly about Nate. Nate's obviously from Darwin, and he's and he's played in the off season, and he's had a big season. So he's just having a little bit of a break now because he's been playing footy a lot. So he's just having a couple of weeks off here, and he'll be he'll be back into it. Uh, a name that everybody has forgotten about, Chris Dunn. What's, yeah. what's yes. the situation from with Chris Dunn? Boy. Look, yeah. look, Chris was really keen to start, and then he, an ankle injury flared up, and. Um, and it sort of wasn't getting any better. And he went to see some specialists. And, and ultimately, unfortunately um, for, for the game and for us as well, is that Chris has said, look, my ankle's probably at the point where we're bone on bone and I've, I've got my life to live. So wow. um, it looks like looks like Chris is probably, uh, is, is pretty much, I think he's hung the boots up now. You know, uh, through winter hasn't helped us either. Been a prolific goal kicker for many years, Chris Dunn. I think he scored 34 goals to be the leading goal kicker last year. Yep. Yeah. So he will be a, a loss for the Eagles. What about Adam Cook? We understand he had a workplace mm. accident. Yeah, work, he, he had, um, got an infected finger. Look, it was, it was the last time he, he played was actually Bullen in the first, first round. And... Um, um, he got an infected finger and it, it actually got pretty bad. Now, those that might know infections, you've, you've got to get on top of it because it started to travel up his arm. So he spent about a week in hospital and they had to basically slit his fingers open and let it drain and whatever. So he's on the way back. He's back training again now and he's just making sure he gets it right because he can't afford to, to go backwards. The, the, the wounds are all right and everything, but he's just got to make sure it's right. My big question is, can you categorically say that the players that we have on the list with the numbers that they wear will run out on the ground today, Rob, in those <laughs> numbers. You know your side, your team, is the habitual of it. What's going oh, on there? On. I think I've, got Kaya, I've got Kaya Caravasilis running out in zero. Is that going to happen? No, it's, <laughs> I don't think it will today. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, there's one because Thomas Bingham is the family number, the number one, China yep. Bingham. And, uh, he wore that last week, yeah, Caravacillus. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe he is then. I might be wrong. Look, you have to ask John Jacker. No, he wore the one. Caravacillus wore one. Wore one. So. And the, today they got him listed as zero. Oh, give, give a job to someone. And what do they I do? Know. They stuff you around. I know. And who's oh. private player? I'm trying to work out who private player is. <laughs> <laughs> who is that? He, he, he's he's a fr friend of that ring-in bloke. <laughs> Uh, I reckon oh. I reckon Benny Rag throws a few uh, little furfies here to throw a few people out, I reckon, myself. But I, I must say, um, one of the ones, and we spoke about this off-air earlier in the morning, one of the ones I'm really looking forward to today is Sean Field, and I love him. He's a ripper. Oh, look, he's, he's a, one of our club favourites, you know. Yep. He's, he's really dynamic. He's a hard matchup because he's, he's really quick. He's really good in the air. He's talented. He's got an oozing out of him. Um... He's not the prettiest looking goal with his long dreadies and that yeah. stuff like that, but by geez, he can turn it on. He's won a few best and fairest here as well, so he's a quality player. He's a really hard matchup. Mm. 
It's not often you get a tall, a, sh- a medium-sized player that can play tall yeah. and can play short. Yeah, and he's dangerous up forward, isn't he? Oh, he loves a goal. Oh, Especially dude. right in front of us here. He loves his pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, oh, loves he? it here. So does Sean McInnes. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Uh, netball. Who's going to win the netball? That's a big one today. Another big game. Look, once again, Bull and Bull and Alamank top game. Look, we'd like to think that, that our girls are going to get the job done. They train extremely hard. Fitness is a big key driver for it. I, you wouldn't, I don't underestimate our girls with the fragile X on today. With the wallet, yeah. Taylor, Taylor Wallace um, being, being um, Cal's mum. And, and driving it, don't worry, they're right behind. They're really good up, cheat up for this. So I think Bullen will have a hard day today, hopefully. Yeah, no, it all goes well for a uh, great day on both the netball court and the football field. Yeah, and uh, don't forget, uh, if you get here to the ground today and they say at the gate there's no raffle tickets left for the Fragile X awareness round, make sure you chase Robbie up because he'll have a ticket. Don't worry about yeah, that. He's I, taking worry, cash I'm, all day. We're finding a, couple of, finding a couple of spare here at the moment, so we are, we are finding a couple of books here and there. So nice. No, there is, there is a few tickets available, if, if, and we'd love to see you here. I've seen him out there, Rob Kenny. I seen him out at Warrigal the other day washing windscreens at the lights and and he was asking for cash, and I said, I've got no cash, mate. I've only got my cards with me. You know what he did? He pulled out an ATM. Always, always prepared. He's, he's always prepared. around. Good presidents are always prepared. He'll get you. Don't worry about that. So make sure if you're, you're coming into the ground today and you cannot uh, get a ticket at the gate, chase up someone in a blue and gold jumper. They'll point you in the right direction and make sure you pay uh, buy a ticket, uh, even buy 10 in this uh, worthy cause for young Calvin. It's going to be a big day out here and we want to get him out to that Napa Centre in Melbourne and it sounds like I'm going to have to, I didn't do enough research on the Napa Centre but I will do it um, during the week because next week what I'd like to say on the show is contact you and find out how you went in the the end. Napa Centre, I might be wrong, I think there's only five in the world. Really? There's one in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, and there's one in Melbourne, that's why it's... uh, it's a real intensive program, so you know, I won't speak too much more about it, but it's, it, it's hard to get into, and there's not too many of them. Well, don't forget that Kenny said he's got two grand coming from the East uh, Allen Bank League too. Yeah. I've, from, I've, I've, locked Rod- you, I've locked him in. Roger Gwynn's just Roger driven Gwynn's off the road. I think, he's, I think he's just kicked the bucket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Today it's been out here, and it promises to be a magnificent afternoon. At 2 o'clock, the big game between Allen Bank and Bullen Bullen. Thanks, Kenny Moore, for your time today. Really appreciate it. We'll see you at 2 o'clock. Thanks, Rob. Thanks. Fragile X Awareness Round. It's going to be a big day. See you then.